before I let you go, me and you kind of clashed when it came down to the Will Smith and Jada um, uh, scenario. Um, I would just say my daughter, your daughter, to see how yeah, but this is a it's a separation. Um, it's bigger than just their situation. Just their situation. Me, I'm I'm biased. Like I'm not biased. I put it like this: as a female, uh, uh, a black female, I feel like we always get hit after hit after hit. So mm -hmm. you know, I say that we have Kanye West and we have Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian has slept around multiple times. You do not hear Kim Kardashian getting trash like how Jada Pinkett got trash. Mm -hmm. um, and you have Kanye West, who never, who has a yeah, he's bipolar, but he was really like lashing out, fighting for his family, and telling you like I want my family to stand third. She openly dates a guy at her age. Now this guy is in mental health, and instead of blaming her for that, we're blaming Kanye West's tweets for mm -hmm. putting him in a crazy home, right? Now you have Jada and Will, who openly tells you that we were separated, we were going through, I dated other people, she dated other people. This guy got in his feelings after she decided to work on her marriage. Years later, he does an interview and he talks about what happened, but he says, I still got love for Jada. I love her. I was just hurt. But as a community, we trash Jada and we say Jada is bringing Will Smith down. Like, every time uh, Will looks sad or every time Will does something, it's Jada's fault. It's the black woman's fault. But here is a white woman who can do no wrong. It's never her fault. It's always Kanye's fault. Down to the point... They're starting to say, will North be the downfall of Kim Kardashian? They're already blaming the black little girl. Like, so mm -hmm. that's how I looked at it. Like, do do no why why are why are we not seeing this? Like a, a black man can mess up multiple times. Not saying that she even messed up because they had an agreement. And how mm -hmm. I feel also is as a community, we are so caught up in the Illuminati, the Illuminati, the Illuminati. So we don't really see when somebody is being sacrificed. Will and Jada are being sacrificed right now, you know, because they decided to come out and talk about black mental health and talk about black marriage. There's a lot of infidelity that people deal with on a regular basis, but they decide and we're showing you that this is how we deal with our issues, right? Mm -hmm. So why are they being attacked for that? Like, well, and why is she being attacked even more than him? All right, so I'm going to say this. You you said a couple buzzwords in there, right? You said, you know, why is the black woman being attacked? Nah. You Nobody's, attacked. Nobody's attacking the black woman. We're okay. talking about one specific woman. Mm -hmm. And I, the reason why I'm saying that is because that's important. See, it's always... Uh, black women, black women, black women. Until you have a brunch, a black women's brunch full of black women who don't like each other. Mm -hmm. Until you watch the internet and see, let's see uh, a girl go and steal a wig. Mm 
and see a bunch of black women saying uh, plenty of things that don't really support the black woman. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying, you see a black woman like Jada Pinkett mm -hmm. do red table talk mm -hmm. and get supported by all types of black women. Mm -hmm. But then, even so much so that wives start coming to their husbands saying, hey, I'm not responsible to, you're not responsible for my happiness and start repeating things that they hear on Red Table. Now, once you got people paying attention to you, they start paying attention. Well, and you, don't you, start think, saying, you don't think that your, your happiness depends on your own? Your no, you're, you're responsible for your happiness. That's true. Yeah. What I'm saying is they hit us with a lot of true information. Mm -hmm. Right? And we loved it. We loved Red Table Talk. People would come on Red Table Talk and resolve their issues. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, people are watching you. Mm -hmm. So now that they are watching you, they ain't just watching the good. They watching the bad, too. Yeah. So when I see your daughter glorifying your dead friend, who you glorify all the time, mm -hmm. People start to say, she didn't even know Tupac. Why is she writing a letter to Tupac? Mm -hmm. Then they start to look at, okay, why you treat your dad like this? Why you treating your dad with this level of disrespect, but you got so much respect for Tupac? Mm -hmm. It only comes, it's coming from your mother, because your mom knew Tupac. You didn't. You wasn't even born. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then you start to see Jada say things like, uh, I never truly knew how to love. You forced me to marry you. You did this. You did that. And it's like, well, hold up. Something ain't right, you know what I'm saying, in this situation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the more you watch it, even when you get to the episode you're talking about with the entanglement, that's why that became so big, because you took no accountability. You didn't say, oh, well, I did something wrong because, like you said, y'all was in an open relationship or whatever. So then why is it even an entanglement? Y'all was in an open relationship or y'all was broken up mm -hmm. and you talked to your son's friend mm -hmm. who had mommy issues and was going through his own mental health problem at that time. See, we don't even got to address that. You see what I'm saying? Because if that was a man who took advantage of his daughter's friend who, were, who was going through mental issues, that would kind of be a problem. Mm -hmm. Now let's go all the way to that night. Mm -hmm. Let's knock out all of those things and pretend like they didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Toxic male masculinity is killing a lot of people. Low boy the other day, his girl cheated on him. Oh, all I did was ask for you to call me. You didn't call me. So he killed himself and killed his three kids. That's toxic male masculinity. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, everybody said, well, Jada gave him an eye and he went up there because Jada wasn't laughing. That's not Jada's fault. Exactly. That's Will's fault. Yeah. It's Will's fault. Guess what? You had an award show. Yeah. And people say, well, Chris went at her before. 
at an award show. Yeah. Who do you think gets laughed at the most at an award show? The biggest stars. The biggest stars. That's why they sit them on the front row. Mm -hmm. And they make fun of the biggest stars. You know, so the whole point is I bring Chris Rock up on the show so he can make fun of the biggest stars. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't handle that because earlier in the night, somebody mentioned your entanglement. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Chris Rock, mm -hmm. but that's the straw that broke the camel's back. So now you get up and go slap this man. Yeah. You know, and truth be told, like you were saying with the blame game, after he slapped Chris Rock, everybody else was blaming Chris Rock. Yeah. For getting slapped. How do you blame me for getting slapped? Yeah. What sense does that make? Like that makes absolutely no sense. So who's the toxic person? Mm -hmm. If somebody I always tell people like, uh, I don't worry about the word nigger. Mm -hmm. If a white person called me nigger, I say your mom's a nigger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the reality of it is. It's too many black men and women who've been called a nigger mm -hmm. and end up in jail, losing their job, losing family, losing everything because of that word being said. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing with toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. I might, if, if that was anybody else, let's say I'd just been a regular person in the audience who got up and said, why would you say that about Jada? And then did the same slap. Mm -hmm. He would have got rushed by uh, police, locked up for assault, and still been fighting those charges right now. Mm -hmm. That's toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Well, because it's Will Smith, everybody says, ah, oh, he's just defending his wife. You ain't, your wife ain't been in no harm. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't in no position where harm was coming to her. Chris Rock wasn't coming to her with a fist. He didn't uh, spit at her. It was no reason for you to even have to defend that now switch to kanye toxic masculinity <laughs> you running around town with other women mm -hmm. all in the public with mm -hmm. other women mm -hmm. all online with other women total disregard for uh this marriage you claim you want mm -hmm. but the minute she gets somebody else now you're going crazy online. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian, I'm not, I won't cape for her, but I'll say that Kim Kardashian is uh, considered to be a three-letter word because she did a porn video. Okay. People will say, oh, but she dealt with a lot of men. That girl was married at 19, I think divorced at 19, She's been in the public eye her almost her whole life. So yeah, you're gonna know everybody she dated. Mm -hmm. I think one time they did a whole outline of all the people she dated. I think it was probably like 25 men. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I would say at the age of 35, 40, it's probably a lot of women who have dated 25 men. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, these men knew they was dating Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. They know what comes with Kim Kardashian. And Kanye actually preferred what came with Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. He actually boosted her profile mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Got so her with designers who wouldn't get with her. Huh? The spotlight for just as long. Yeah, but my point is, if people make people make fun of Kim Kardashian all the time. But I, I guess for me, like people make fun of Kim Kardashian, but not like how they do. I guess as a woman, it's aggravating because, like, for instance. Fantasia and Alicia Keys. I don't know if you remember that scenario, right? Um, where it wasn't the same thing, but Alicia Keys supposedly broke up Swiss Beats marriage. Mm -hmm. That was the same. We heard nothing as a community of an attack on Alicia Keys. Mm -hmm. Fantasia dates this guy who lies about being married. Mm -hmm. The world finds out that he is married. They dog Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Dog her dog. And he comes out and say, it's my fault. She didn't know. But we as a community dog this dark-skinned person. It's like, so you have Alicia Keys and Fantasia sitting there in the same situation. One openly knows that this man is married. And they, right. you know, she get a pass. But it's like, here's Fantasia who has no clue about what's going on. The man come out and say she had no clue and we crucified. So you're talking about so you're talking about colorism, right? Yep. So you're talking about colorism and that's completely understandable. But you also gotta talk about colorism and you gotta talk about audience. Fantasia is a croner. Fantasia is a screamer. Okay. Fantasia is uh the ideal voice for gospel. So a lot of the people that support Fantasia and come to Fantasia is uh, the people who watch American Idol, who were people who home watching TV, you know what I'm saying, families, you know, uh, good church folk. She even performed a lot in churches. Mm -hmm. That's her audience. So yeah, when you when they find out you doing some of the same stuff they're doing in the church, oh, they're going to have a problem with it. They're going to judge you on top of colorism mm -hmm. alicia keys ain't never did good since that happened so yeah ain't nobody came out and said alicia keys uh you know you terrible for taking mashonda's husband mm -hmm. nobody said that but the reality of it are, is the more mashonda talk you never seen alicia keys be successful again True. never Go look it up. Me and my wife had the argument. Unfortunately, she won. You know what I'm saying? Like every album or project she tried to put out since then, that girl ain't never been on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So everybody receives their karma and their weight. Like with Will, Will's problem was Jada. If you read Will's book, mm-hmm. Will is all about, he was never about protecting the people around him. Mm -hmm. He watched his mom get beat up. You know what I'm saying? He never, he was accused uh, with the black aunt Viv, uh, you know, colorism with that. He never stood up for that situation. It's a lot of situations in his life that he never stood up for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now he's being ridiculed. Mm -hmm. And he's being ridiculed the most at home. Yeah. Because it's on the red table. He's being ridiculed every day on the red table because Jada, even though she's talking about her love life, guess what? You've been married to me. Yeah. 
even though you saying you didn't want to get married, you got married to me. Yeah. Even though you saying all of these things. So in that, you could say that she's his problem, but that's a problem that he put on himself because exactly. he's saying that I knew she didn't want to get married, but this is what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I knew she might have wanted a, a divorce, but I, I feel like I'll fail. I do not want to get a divorce. You know, I knew she loved Tupac, but mm -hmm. I, but she is what he wanted. Right. So there are a lot of women who are peer pressured into a relationship or a marriage because that's what their parents said. This is the right thing to do. She didn't want children. She never wanted to be in a, in a, she didn't believe in that type of setting. She wasn't raised like that. Right. So, and I was so passionate about it because, like I said, I was, I'm a big fan of both of them, you know, for years. So I watched the Red Table Talk and I know how it is to be in a relationship where you're not happy. But mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, and that's why a lot of marriages don't work because people don't talk. And a lot of men don't really allow the woman to express how they really feel without, uh, oh, you beating me down when I'm already down. Or, you know, like I I'm walking on eggshells. Like, yes, a woman is emotional, but you as a man have to uh, hear that maybe you're not pleasing me sexually. You know, maybe you was the best somewhere else, but maybe... Or maybe you were good to me at 18, but maybe as a 24-year-old, I don't crave that anymore. You're not satisfying me anymore. It's like, as that's what that's what I like about the red table is let's talk and show these people that, right. yeah, I love this person, but sometimes you might get bored. It's a reality. And, and guess what? You just made my point. Mm-hmm. Because everything you just talked about is the fragile male ego and toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. You just outlined it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't ridicule me. Because if you ridicule me, I'm going to say you're beating me down. Mm -hmm. You're not being my peace. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you tell me how you feel and it upsets me, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when you have a person going through all of that and not trying to fix it, not trying to work through it, you're going to have a buildup. And that buildup is going to need a release. Mm -hmm. That release came in slapping Chris Rock. Now, did Chris Rock, was Chris Rock really the person who you wanted to slap? In reality, no. Mm -hmm. You and Chris Rock was friends. If you wanted to slap Chris Rock, you could have slapped him any other time you've seen him. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, that was the boiling point. You needed a release. Mm -hmm. so you got up and you walked on that stage and you did that. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with your wife. See, so think about what you're saying. Maybe you're not pleasing me. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to hear that. Yeah. So I shut you up. Yeah. Uh, maybe you not you don't buy me flowers no more. I don't want to hear that, yeah. so I shut you up. But the more you talk, the more pressure you put on me. Yeah, and I am willing to do the right thing because my ego tells me, because of who I am, you should be enjoying this prize. Mm -hmm. 
So in the end, all of this stuff just builds up and builds up because you're not happy. Mm -hmm. So when you hear that joke and that joke doesn't make you laugh and you're already not happy, mm -hmm. <laughs> I look at you and I see that. Now I have somebody else to blame it on because I can't blame it on me because I'm toxic. Yep. It's impossible. I can't blame it on me. So now it's Chris' fault, and I'm going to go slap him. Somebody. That's the logic. That's, that's what it comes down to. Everything yep. you're talking about comes down to what we watched in real time. Why you think he went to therapy now? Why you think he's uh, he came back and apologized? He knows what he did was wrong. It wasn't right. Yeah. You know it wasn't right. So all the people who came before him and saying, oh, Will did the right. Will know it wasn't right. Yeah. He knew it wasn't right when he was doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He knew that Jada ain't pushed that. He did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His issues, him wanting Jada to be this porcelain doll that sits up that nobody gets to see. That's why when you talk about Jada and you say, oh, the black woman, Jada was an icon yeah. before Grand Table Talk. Mm -hmm. Jada was the ultimate short hair icon. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Nobody was down in Jada. Mm -hmm. The most we heard about Will and Jada is they might have been swingers. Yeah. That yeah. was the most. And, and and we never even known that to be true or false. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until Jada started talking and uh, Will felt his castle crumbling where he started to boil over to the point where what we seen on that show, he slapped Chris yeah. Rock. Yeah. So all the guys who say, oh, you wouldn't defend your wife. Anybody who know me knows <laughs> that my wife will be defended. My daughter will be defended. Mm -hmm. Queen Cat will be defended. <laughs> Any woman in my vicinity will be defended, plain and simple. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with what happened. I can still say you was being toxic. Mm -hmm. uh, you went too far you was wrong and that had nothing to do with Chris because it didn't so I appreciate what you're what you're saying um, as I get annoyed by what by the argument that's going on a lot in our community uh pretty much seems like it's the black woman against the black man. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing toxic masculinity, which I believe as well. As a female who loves black men, you know, like a, a lot of women, a lot of people might say, oh, she's married to a woman, you know, but I love, I love black men, you know, like I love men. How can we bridge that gap between the two genders where it's like I know for a fact like when we back to the video there were so many men saying I'm tired of seeing masculine women on when you know leaving comments on um on the say cheese post I'm, I'm tired it's like now I'm looking at myself like you knew me for years mm -hmm. I've always been this way Married to a man and all, I've always been this way, mm -hmm. you know. So, 
it's like there's always an attack. You know, like, I want you to be natural, but you go after the one with the fake booty, the fake hair, the fake breasts. But you want a natural woman. You want a woman that is submissive and that caters to your every move. But as a female, I got to go out and I got to work like a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no uh, gender. A man might get paid more than me in the workplace, but we're doing the same job. You right. know what I'm saying? So, and anybody who deals with energy knows that in a man or a woman, there's a masculine and there's a feminine. So if I have, if I'm, if I'm in a place of survival mode, I'm going to come off a little bit harder than a woman who ain't got no worries, who ain't got to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do we bridge the gap with these, with men in general to get you to see that I'm not against you? You know, like I, one of my biggest videos on TikTok is when I say, if you are, if you are pleasing your woman and she ain't came more than once in five minutes orally, you're not doing it right. That's one of my biggest videos, right? On TikTok. Mm -hmm. And there were so many men attacking me, you know, in the comments to where I had to make another video in response to one guy. And I'm like, I'm not attacking you. I'm trying to help you. Right. You're not on the receiving end. And you believe that because all these this five women told you that you were the best or told you what you wanted to hear, I'm, as a woman, telling you, if you down there for more than five minutes, you are doing this for you at this point. And if you do this, then it's going to work. And, and right. instead of you appreciating or just, you know, like, oh, okay, let me try what she's saying, you attack me as, oh, you gay, so you, you coming for women. And it's not like that. Like, it, it's really not. I'm actually trying to help the women out who are not being satisfied and she can't tell you that because okay, you so, so let's 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 stop it right there real quick. I'm gonna interrupt you right there because you said a lot. So I'm gonna tell you. Remember when we was talking about uh that particular event and I told you like people stay where they're the star? Well, <laughs> them watching that video tells them that they not the star. Mm. See what I'm saying? So they there and that woman ain't telling them the truth. Mm. So they believe they a star because she gonna fake it so he can stop. Yeah. So so they believe they a star. So yeah. you telling them no, you not a star. So yeah, they have a problem with that. Then when you say okay, well, I gotta go and I gotta work like a man. Well, I gotta work like a man. I gotta protect myself like a man. I gotta do all of these things like a man. But you expect me to not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be like that, mm -hmm. not have this exterior. Well, the problem with black men and black women and protection is the black woman in this country had to believe they were uh, tricked into believing that if your man defends you, he's going to die because at one point in time he would. Mm -hmm. And she had to teach her sons not to, not to protect her because they would die. So out of protection, she had to become the protector. Mm -hmm. 
So now when we come to these days, because people don't think those days affect us, but they do economically, uh, family-wise, everything structure is all affected by those things. So now what men have to do is realize that, nah, we don't know everything. Yeah. That's that. That's the toxic male ego. I don't know everything. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the man who knows it all knows nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the logic. So if you know all of it, you stop learning. So you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to sit in a position where you can learn. Plain and simple. If you see somebody with a successful relationship, that means two people in that relationship are willing to learn. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. It don't mean they're perfect. It don't mean they got it all together. That just means they're willing to learn. That's it. And what men have to do is actually talk to men. Mm. See, that's the benefit of this day and age with podcasts, because men who are scared and they peek around the corner like, I don't really want to have this conversation with my homeboys that I'm really not pleasing my woman. They're going to laugh at me. Mm-hmm. They're going to demasculate me. I get to listen to a podcast with somebody being honest. Yeah having the same issue I'm having, the same problem I'm having. Mm-hmm. And now I get to hear some solutions without me being brave and putting myself out there and fracturing my sensitive male ego. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So in all of these situations, and this is for black men and black women, mm-hmm. we got to actually be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. Does PD not like me? Mm-hmm. Does Queen Cat dislike me? Mm-hmm. How can we find out this answer? If I ask the person next to me, they might have an agenda. Mm-hmm. So they might tell me a lie yeah. to keep me from linking with you. Mm-hmm. The only way I can truly find out the truth is to actually talk to you. Yeah. So and this black man got a problem. I remember Jay-Z said it in the clip. He said, dude, coming to him and he real aggressive. And like, you know, he coming to him and he like, hey, what's up, man? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, man, I want to take a picture. Like all the aggression goes because in reality, you thinking like you thinking the worst. Like what if I walk over here, walk all the way over here to Jay-Z and he don't want to take this picture. And now I get embarrassed. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? You just thinking all the negative things that could happen instead of what if he actually took the picture? Yeah. Imagine how cool that would be if he was actually cool. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because we got to have this tough exterior, which means we got to be tough at home. We got to be tough at work. We got to be tough in transit. We got to be tough on our kids. Mm -hmm. We got to be tough everywhere. You don't get to show love nowhere. That's why that's why I vlog. That's why I'm always in my story. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm always posting. Yeah. Because I realize that somebody got to show people that black men actually are happy. Yeah. We actually love our wives. Mm -hmm. We actually love our kids. And it's like, you got to show that stuff. Mm -hmm. We actually work. We actually do this. And it's like, you think it's simple, but it's not because there's so many kids that don't get to see those things. Yeah. There's so many women that don't get to see somebody actually being loved. Yeah. They ain't see their grandmother being loved. They ain't see their mom being loved. So they think it's normal and they shouldn't be loved. And then in turn, they have a little girl that doesn't think they should be loved. Mm-hmm. 
so all of it is just about talking, having conversations, like platforms like this. I listen to a lot of podcasts that's like just women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the reason why is because when was I ever going to be in the room with women having a conversation that I would be privy to? Yeah. Most of the time it would be like, oh, me and my girl, we going over here. We about mm-hmm. to go out. And then you talk about all the stuff. Oh, you know Juan is terrible at this. And he's terrible at that. And I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend ain't going to come and tell me. Yeah. You obviously ain't telling me. Mm-hmm. So, but now I hear these people talking and they're like, oh, well, if you're doing this for five minutes and you know what I'm saying, you ain't getting the reaction you're looking for, you're doing it wrong. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. So now, instead of me going in like I'm Big Willie, now I'm going to come in and be like, am I doing it wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't want to say nothing because I ain't think you could take it. <laughs> but yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Can you show me how to do it? Yeah. Yes, I can show you how to. I right, boom, we mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with like a situation like DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. First four years, him and his wife, I think been together like she never had an orgasm yeah he didn't know it yeah how can i fix it if i don't know it yeah you know what i'm saying so you know yeah is it selfish on me to not know what's going on in a sense but in reality most men don't know what's going on yeah think about it when we young we supposed to be the experienced one yeah so we supposed to already know Mm-hmm. So when you have your first time, that's actually my first time. Mm-hmm. But I'm supposed to be a subject matter expert. J. Cole talked about it in the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, fake it till you make it. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you mess around and get lucky and she'd be like, oh, man, you did that. But really, you just <laughs> messed around and got lucky. Yeah, That was my first time. That was your first time. But I got to pretend like I'm a subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even when they speak on birds and the bees like you're not teaching a man how to do something mm-hmm. but he's supposed to already know how to do it yeah he's supposed to be the person that's already got it all together and the woman and is supposed to not be good. exactly Even she's supposed to have zero yeah uh, if what i want then well, how many niggas you been with you know or exactly. how many know all this stuff you know ego ego yeah. it's all ego driven you know what i'm saying and the reality of it is, let's say uh, it wasn't her first time and she was good. So you're going to take the good, but not take the what you consider to be the bad? Because mm-hmm. it's good that you have experience, mm-hmm. but it's bad that she does. Yeah. Even though you enjoyed what you consider to be bad. Yeah. So it's just really about communication. When I met my wife, uh, she said, she said, oh, I drink. I said, well, I don't talk to girls who drink. She said, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, well, I'm going to stop drinking. Or, oh, well, you know, I don't drink that much. It's like, yo, this is what I do. Yeah. This is a part of me. I don't care if I do it every once in a while or if it's once a month or twice a month. I told you who I am. Mm-hmm. You won't get to dictate who I am. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, men and women, change. They'll try to be whatever they can be, 
to fit that format for you. Mm-hmm. And then they end up being miserable because of it. Yeah. So you ain't happy and it has something to do with the relationship, you need to say it. Yeah. If you ain't happy and it has something to do with you, you need to figure it out because you ain't going to sit and punish me because you weren't happy about something I can't even control. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm willing to be here and support you, but if you just aren't happy, you got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we at as, as a people, like, you know, even with the paying bills and what you bring to the table, like, if you are a traditional woman, then maybe you can find you a traditional man and y'all can live traditionally. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not a traditional woman. Maybe you're not going to be at home with the kids while I'm at work. Okay, then we don't have to have a traditional household. Because yeah. if you're paying some of the bills and I'm paying some of the bills, that means when I come in the house, more than likely some nights I'm going to have to cook. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm going to have to drop the kids off. Sometimes I'm going to have to do the laundry. Sometimes I'm going to have to do everything that it is that makes our household. It's yeah. a partnership. Yeah. And even if you don't work, then you can't sit in a position where you have absolutely no time to yourself. Yeah. Like my wife said, I'm a I'm a uh stay-at-home mom, so I don't have time off. You know what I'm saying? Like that shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. You should have time off. It should be time a time where you're able to sit down and just have your own thought without anybody else coming and stealing it. Yeah. It should be time where you have downtime, you should be able to rest, you should be like, you should have time, plain and simple. Even yeah. if you don't pay any bills in the household, you pay bills in the cachet of what you bring to the household. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to work if I had to watch my kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't come home and eat if I had to go to work and come home and cook my dinner. It wouldn't be these different things that exist in my life, this home that I have wouldn't exist mm-hmm. without you being here. Yeah. Plain and simple. So it's just the understanding. And we had this conversation a few days ago. A lot of times we on the internet. So you're on the internet and you watching somebody say, oh, I'm so tired of these masculine women. Mm-hmm. In reality, you're saying you're tired of a natural woman. Mm-hmm. And then you have natural women who say, Oh, all men want is these women with BBLs and this and that. How many BBL women you know that's married? Not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. How many of these Instagram girls you see that's even in a relationship? None of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you say, oh, this is what men want, no, that's the, that's the internet. Yeah. I'm talking about the internet. We can't justify our life based on the internet because a lot of these men ain't marrying the women that they looking at and hitting like on. Mm-hmm. It might but be all I, in the comments, but they ain't dealing with these women. Yeah, I feel like a lot of their hurt is coming from going after the wrong female. It's like, as women, I, me and Jay Brown got into, we was on the phone for hours one time, and he said something like, but you should know, right? you should know that this man is no good. And y'all know very well that there's, men will pretend, you know, they will pretend and pretend and pretend, you know, Mm -hmm. to be something that they are not. 
for years. Yeah. For years. And then it's like, I was supposed to know that you was lying the whole time. You know, like, I was supposed to decipher. It, it's pretty much like, I didn't know. Like, even though you can't, like you said, I've told you multiple times that, you know, I'm a fan or, you know, how do I know that you're serious? Mm -hmm. You know, like, it goes back to now I have to kind of, like, I have to do my own research and I have to watch you and I have to reach out to you and I have to, you know, put myself in a position to get to know you to realize mm -hmm. if you like me or not. I have to feel it. So if I have a person that's just pretending, like how you said, these artists, they are pretending they're in my area just to see what's going on and to, to act like we're going to work and we're going to do these different things. And all actually, you really don't want to be there. So there are a lot of men that are just bored and they, they want something to do and they pretend with each different woman, they pretend until they find what they're looking for and then I, as a woman, was supposed to know that you was just playing. You know? No, what, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to pay attention. That's for men and women. Mm -hmm. Think about it. It's a lot of men complaining about women being gold diggers, but they don't have no gold for none of those women. So they'll never be in that position to even have to deal with a gold digger. Mm -hmm. But because I'm on the internet, I can make this conversation and have this conversation. So the problem is everybody's having meaningless conversation. Mm. And you need to avoid meaningless conversation. Plain and simple. Like, stop arguing, fussing, and fighting with people who have meaningless conversations. Because a lot of times when you get to the end of it, they'll be like, oh, well, I ain't really feel that way anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the day, you sitting here making a point to somebody that it doesn't even matter with. So, okay, if you if you don't like natural women, okay, cool. No problem. But more than likely, if I look at the long list of women you talk to, they're probably all natural. Uh, Meaning like no BBL and all of that stuff yeah. like that. If, if, you, uh, if you don't like women who wear makeup, nine times out of ten, if I scroll down your likes, I'm going to find a bunch of women wearing makeup. Mm -hmm. So the logic is, if you, if we take it back to Will and Jada, Will created a a, um, a superstar cage for Jada. Yeah. He created a cage. He even said it for himself. He created a cage for himself. The yeah. cage was called Will Smith. Everything has to be done a certain way. Even when you look at him on social media, his social media posts are productions. Everything has to be done that way. You know what I'm saying? So he created a cage for himself and the people in his life. And then when he couldn't control that cage anymore and people started breaking out, then his whole world ended. Yeah. He was in therapy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so when you look at the logic and you and you come to understand what it is, like people are gonna make up things that they're into when in reality that's not what they're into. People gonna tell you they don't like this. Uh like Lil Wayne said, uh black girl, any black girl look better red. But except for one, all his baby mamas was black. Mm. But yet all of these men are listening to him saying red, and they're mm. like, Oh yeah, red girls look better. All his baby mamas was black. Except for one. <laughs> yeah. So are you you know, are you going to sit on that table and get that BBL because men want women with BBLs? Are you really looking at what men want? Mm. 
Yeah. Or are you looking at the internet? See, you gotta be be able to decipher that. Yeah. Do you really have a bunch of gold diggers in your decipher in your in your area, <laughs> even though you have never flown a girl out, never bought a bag, <laughs> damn near never paid for dinner? <laughs> You've never done anything that would be required of a trick for a gold digger, but you have in this, you got so much venom for a gold digger. Meanwhile, the men who have the money who deal with gold diggers on the regular appreciate the service because mm -hmm. they don't have the time to really date nobody. Yeah. So they prefer a woman that actually is going to take money for her time opposed to me having to spend time. You see what I'm saying? For the same thing. So the man who got the gold digger, he wants the gold digger, and he appreciates the gold digger. The guy on the internet complaining about the gold digger probably can never afford a gold digger, would never be looked at by a gold digger. You see what I'm saying? The guy who's complaining about makeup probably likes a lot of women who wear makeup and don't even know it. You think makeup is the clown face. You don't know that makeup is just covering certain blemishes and it could be, you could do your makeup and it just be natural. Yeah. And you looking at this girl like, oh man, she perfect. In reality, she got on some makeup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have no idea what you're looking at. Uh, but you telling me definitively what you like. If I listen to that, I'm going to be scrambling my whole life. Yeah. But you got to separate yourself from the noise. And that's what I feel like a lot of our people... Uh, don't do even with women all right if i see this black woman doing something and i say oh man that's great queen then the next post i see this black woman doing she looked dumb <laughs> you're kind of being counterproductive but you also a human you know what i'm saying so you're going to see some things you like and some things you don't so it's all about what you do do you be constructive or destructive. Mm. So salute to you, Queen. Mm. And when I see this one, if I don't like it, and I know it's not going to be seen as constructive, I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. But if it's a person who I can be constructive with, I'm going to say it and be constructive, because that's still building. Mm -hmm. So instead of me destroying you or tearing down what I dislike, I can try to build up what I dislike by telling you I feel it could be better if this was to happen. Things I like, I build up the things I like. So in life, all I'm doing is presenting positive energy because I'm building up everything around me. Thanks. I'm not destroying anything. Yeah. And I think that's for men and women. You know what I'm saying? You see a young person, in order to get a young person to listen to you, uh, nowadays you got to have some kind of influence that they see and it makes them say, oh, I want to be that or I would like to do that. And then they'll listen to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if that person sees that in you and you say, oh, you're just a knucklehead kid with your pants all the way down to the ground. You ain't never going to be nothing. Guess what you just did? You just was you was destructive. Yeah. But if you say, hey, I was young before I used to sag my pants, but uh, I realized that wasn't going to get me anywhere. And I started studying and working towards what I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And that kid looking at you and they seeing where you at and they say, man, I would I would like to have that. He used to be sagging his pants. 
that didn't work for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe this ain't gonna work for me either. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't want to get that tattoo on my face I was about to get. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's as simple as that. Like actually communicating with each other and instead of building, instead of tearing each other down, actually building each other up. You know, that's the problem with Kanye. If yeah. you want your wife back, acting crazy ain't been the way to get her back. <laughs> Sorry. Every everybody knows that. That's not the yeah. way to get your wife back. If you want yeah. her back, you gotta play it cool. She yeah. might have to she might have to have this little rebound situation right here because dude is a nice guy and he's treating her nice and yeah. taking her out to get some ice cream. She's rich. She <laughs> don't need nobody to give put her on a yacht. Yeah. Take her to get some ice cream. Yeah. But he did that. And because of that, she liked them for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you want your lady back, you gotta you gotta play it cool. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta allow things, you gotta be uh constructive instead of destructive. Do you feel like we can uh deal with toxic masculinity by trying to talk to the man that is toxic or just leave that person alone? Like, how do you, how do we reach? So if, like, like, I'm a female, I'm a, what they would call masculine female. Mm-hmm. If I were to approach this man, he's already defensive because he feels like I'm trying to take his place as a man, which mm-hmm. I'm at all. How do I do I just let that man come to his own conclusion and just go the other way? Or do I try to explain or like, how do, how do we get over that hump? Well, I say, I say this and I won't speak on it like subject matter expert. I'll speak on it from my perspective. That's the only way I know how to talk. So I always tell people black wall street wasn't everybody. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bunch of black people that said, we're going to create Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It was probably six or seven people that said, let's pool our money and let's create something. Yeah. And then they started something. And then it was probably like 90% of people saying, this looks good. Mm-hmm. Let's go be a part of that. So when you see that dude, he might be a part of the percentage that is, isn't going to get it until you see it. Mm-hmm. So I might have to leave him alone. We're going to get him when we come back around. Gotcha. But that other brother, he's ready to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So because he's ready to have a conversation, he might look at me like I'm a masculine female. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask him, do you know about the divine masculine, divine feminine? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my wife tapped into all that stuff. So bye. Uh, <laughs> my own ignorance i get to learn these things right so but i tell my wife all the time every man doesn't have a woman he can talk to to get this information Mm -hmm. to to argue with and to uh debate Mm -hmm. they don't have that Mm -hmm. so imagine i'm a guy i don't really get to have a real conversation with a woman probably maybe once a week maybe once a month somebody will randomly see me and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, and have a random conversation with me. That's the only time I get to have a real conversation with the woman. Mm 
who I don't want nothing from, who don't want nothing from me. Yeah. Think about that. Same yeah. thing on the other side with a woman towards a man. I don't have anybody I can call to get real information. Does this guy really like me? Yeah. Is he trying to play with me? Yeah. Like, give me some perspective. I don't have anybody I can get that from. Mm -hmm. Then flip it. Imagine a little kid who's supposed to know everything about sex, and he's a virgin. Mm -hmm. If I go talk to my homeboys, I'm going to get clowned and ridiculed because all of them pretending like they're not virgins too. Because mm. men lie up when women lie down, right? Mm. So men going to tell you they ain't a virgin even though the whole group is virgins. Wow. So now we all going to clown each other instead of talking to each other. Whereas in reality, if we had a conversation, it'd be like, yo, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin too. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, bro. Yeah, like, let's watch a porn. You show porn is going to be the right way to show us how to do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I can't go talk to my dad because my dad going to clown me or I don't have a dad. Mm. Or if I go talk to my parent, period, they're going to say, oh, you trying to have sex? Mm -hmm. Really? You're not going over to that girl's house. You're not having sex. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, listen, I don't want you to do this, but I know you're going to do it anyway. Exactly. So let me tell you the right way opposed to one of these knuckleheads telling you the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't get it from home, you might get it from the guy on the block who's going to clown you a little bit. And he's going to say, yo, we don't use condoms no more. Just go out there and rock dog and have a good time. <laughs> now that's who you got your sex information from. Yep. Then when you're a little girl and you have no idea what to do, you can't talk to mom because mom going to say, what you mean you about to have sex? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, you, you grounded. You locked in the house. Opposed to saying, all right, I'm going to take you to the doctor. We're going to talk about some options, whether it be birth control, condoms, whatever the case may be. And I want you to understand what uh, could possibly come from this act. Not that it's not fun. Yeah. Not that you might not enjoy it, but also ask the one question that I believe should be asked. Are you mentally prepared to have sex? Mm. Mentally. Meaning if this man don't ever call you again, will you be okay? Nope. If you was to do this act physically, would you mentally be prepared for whatever comes with it? Like just having a real conversation and like, in all factions of life, even when you talk about finances, getting black women out of believing that they're feminists, because black women always been working. Mm -hmm. They ain't never had to fight the work. They was always working. <laughs> they was housekeepers. They was in the field. They was always working. So it was never about their rights to be feminists. So no, black women are not feminists. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your your rights and what you need have nothing to do with those with your white counterparts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I think, yeah, all of these conversations came from either talking with my wife or listening to women on podcasts mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, men on podcasts and literally no real conversations with people I actually know. Wow. So that's the point. The same way I told you how I learned videography. 
had to learn it on YouTube. Yeah. Well, good thing it's the information age where a lot of people get to gain information from unlikely places where they don't have to feel judged for gaining that information. And that's where we at right now. That's why it's good that Charlemagne speaks on uh mental health. Mental health and going to uh what is it? Uh you know what I'm talking about, counseling yeah, and and therapy and stuff like that. And more people are speaking on therapy. More people are speaking on therapy within their marriages, uh, therapy in their own lives. More uh, people are looking at the way our parents raised us and saying, no, you didn't mess us up. You did the best you could. Yeah. But I'm going to do better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and being able to focus from heal is it's a book called Grandma's Hands that speaks on our trauma is passed from generation to generation. So I believe we're the first generation to be able to say we're healing some of those wounds and not passing it on to our children. Yeah. So hopefully they'll be better, even though right now it seems like they're more emotional. Mm-hmm. But once they get a grip on things, I think they'll be better at handling their emotions. Yeah. And they won't have the hangups that we had from our parents. Yeah. And they'll be able to, you know, make better generations. So that's all we can do. It sounds like a lot. No, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's, it's really just simple conversations. Mm-hmm. And if we stop spending as much time with pointless conversations, mm-hmm. think about it. Shade Room put up something stupid. Mm-hmm. And now we just have a whole 24, 48 hours of stupid conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas we could have just jumped in there and been like, ha ah. ha. Yeah. And moved on to a better conversation. And then we could have talked about that great conversation for 24 to 48 hours. But the yeah. stupid conversation gets you so caught up yeah. so fast yeah. that you miss the great conversation. Yeah. So we just got to stop having pointless conversations with people. Yeah. I'm guilty of it because I get real emotional. And that's why a lot of times I try not to uh, look at a lot of stuff. It's hard because social media is the news now. So even though I don't watch and I don't watch the news, somebody's going to show it to you. Like, or it's going to pop up because everybody's talking about it. So like you said, um, we got to learn to see what's just the internet and what's, you know, decipher between the noise, which is hard. It gets hard because, you know, um, you get caught up sometimes on social media and it makes you believe that. What what am I doing? Like, you know, like, what am I doing wrong? Why are, why are so many men so angry at black women? You know, like, why? Like, so, but... Yeah, most... Mo- the the real logic is, like, uh, most, most black men love black women mm-hmm. and they feel attacked by the truth. The truth is you ain't been protecting us. The truth is you ain't been loving us. The truth is you've been playing us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is you ain't been raising us. Mm -hmm. And when you hear all of that, you would think it's like that it's going to snap and you'd be like, oh, man, let me get right. Nah, like the ego is going to make you say, oh, really? So I ain't been protecting you? Mm -hmm. I I ain't been raising you, so I ain't been a part of my child life? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When in reality... Listen to what's being said and truly understand. Yeah. You heard the sound bite. You ain't even get into the paragraph. 
Yeah. You didn't read the article. You just read the top line. Yeah. Now you need to ask me, how am I not protecting you? Me and my wife argued down about the little girl who was um, got attacked by the white man inside uh, McDonald's. Mm. And a black boy was pulling her back. And my wife was like, why they ain't helping her? And I'm thinking about my sons, and I'm like, yo, so you want little boys to go to jail by hitting the little man instead of hitting a white man instead of pulling her back? Just try to stop her from going to jail? Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is that's that fear there. Yeah. I fear for my little black boys, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. in that situation, because I know what comes from that situation. Yeah. But imagine if every little black boy turn their head while she being attacked by this white man. That's what used to happen. Yeah. So she might not have no big brother who can come handle things later on. She might not have no dad who can handle things later on. So in that moment, get off of her. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. You should never feel comfortable to ever put your hands on a black woman. Yeah. Based on any black man. Mm -hmm. Now I ain't saying get involved in domestic disputes because most of the time the women involved in domestic disputes defend the person who's beating them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you see a situation like that, you handle that situation as best as possible in that moment. And you your goal should always be to protect because you want your mom protected. Mm -hmm. She's a black woman. Mm -hmm. You want your daughter protected. She's a black woman. You want your wife, girlfriend, whoever protected. Mm -hmm. You know, so with that same instance, it's like you got to pay it forward. Yeah. Even if it ain't never happened to your people, you got to pay it forward. Definitely. And if we all pay it forward, then it'll eradicate that whole situation. Yep. If they know this is going to happen to me if I do this, like, for example, um, this morning, white lady, uh, we was parking our car. White lady said something smart. And like um, Melissa started saying something, saying something in the car. Mm -hmm. White lady sped off real fast, like walked off real fast mm -hmm. because they're afraid of being put on the phone. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say what I say, but I'm gonna disappear before you put me on the phone. Yeah. And now I'm the new Karen mm -hmm. because of that fear. They get on out of there. Yeah, they too scared to stand up there and stay there. And, keep talking because they know what comes with that. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Like, don't put your hands on no black woman. Yeah. You should have that same level of fear when it comes to any black woman. Don't put your yeah. hands on. Definitely. Plain simple. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely appreciate your time. And I enjoyed no it. But we got to do it again. And this will be broken up in a two-part podcast. So y'all make sure y'all subscribe to the Eat, Drink, and Be Merry podcast. Anywhere you can uh, listen to podcasts, Apple, um, Spotify, and I'm sure there's others, but those are the two that I mostly know. But I appreciate um, the conversation. You opened my eyes to a lot of um, different things that helped me to see um, a lot of a different perspective. And I'm appreciative for that. Anything you want to say before all out. No, I appreciate being here as always. Let's do it again. Definitely. All right, y'all. Yeah. Next time, remember to eat, drink, and be merry. Peace. Word.